So one interesting thing I seen in the article was it says that if the virus subsides, um, medical es- experts think that a second wave will arrive in the fall. So if the virus subsides right now and sports starts getting going and then it comes back again in the fall, like what impact would that have on sports? Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, Sport Tech Effects. I'm Gabriel Hope Daly. I'm Robert Wilson. I'm Isaac Sklar. Today we're going to be talking about college football and how this pandemic has affected it and how college football will now proceed on. So college football is obviously up in the air right now with the whole coronavirus pandemic. And if it happens or not, it can have huge impacts on the rest of the athletic departments. So our first topic is... Relating to the article, it was, uh, when can on-campus practice begin for college football? So my my opinion on that is there's tons of players on a football team. I think it's about 120 players, and then it's close to, like, 80 staff members. And all of those uh, individuals will have to get tested for the coronavirus so that will take, like, a long time. And then the results don't come back right away. So that's even longer for them to be, even begin practice. Because the, the players that get tested positive, then you got to get rid of them. They got to go into quarantine. Plus, what about the uh, – what if half of your team is um, infected? Yeah, I think there's just a lot of factors that nobody really knows yet. Like, I don't think anybody can put a real timetable on this because – Obviously, they'd like this to happen, but if someone is infected and they have a practice, it could shut the whole program down for the year. Yeah. On top of all that, um, separate from football, there's actually their college students first before their football players. So a lot of schools have moved to completely summer classes online. So that by default means that like football workouts can't really be held because if students, if it's too dangerous for students to be on campus, then what's the difference of um, football players practicing? It's just as dangerous. So I think that's a whole different element too. You have to consider that they're students and it's a college before it's a football program. Yeah, because if classes are online, it's unreasonable for them to be practicing. Yeah, or requiring, making practices a requirement like a student yeah, they, um, a player can have an um, immunodeficiency like you know be a prime target for like the coronavirus or something and then uh, you know they get infected and stuff so this is no different just, they're still like a person there's just yeah. so many things that could go wrong yeah I think they're doing this because of uh, I think an article has stated that they're running out of time when deciding on when they uh, if they're going to have a football season or not. I think they have in May or something like that. So they're trying to like try to get players in and start practicing and stuff. But with the uh, virus still getting worse, it's like they can't come in right now. Yeah, I think just so much can change in a month. If you look at where we were a month ago and then two months ago, no one really knows where we'll be in a month in the future. So I do think it's an impossible decision to try and guess what's going to happen. Yeah, I think to um, accommodate for lack of practice on campus, they're just going to have to implement a sort of like at-home training program for their team, like team-by-team basis or something, just so that 
to ensure that the players are still getting workout in, but like looking out for the safety of them as well. Yeah, in the article, it it was said that like they was asking different coaches, um, college coaches, like what is the safest amount of preparation time for a football team needs to play actual games. And uh, Penn State's athletic director said it was 60 days was the high end. And South South Carolina's athletic director said one month is the low end. And Nick Saban has said six weeks. And Clemson coach said just some point in July. And I think, like, players do need a long time to practice. But I think them trying to rush it, rush players back in, can cause more injuries than not, especially players that are trying to play in the NFL. So the early summer workouts, like the ones in June and May, it's almost impossible and unreasonable to think that they're going to take place then. Yeah. So if they don't have those, are they just going to try and hope that it can all speed up to the season fine, or are they going to push back the season? Well, that's the thing, though, because you, you can picture it, like all the players that are at home right now, they're not – doing the type of training that they would be doing if they was at um on campus or eating the same. Like you can how many of those players do you actually think are actually working out or really dedicated to keeping their body in shape for this whole time they were quarantined? I'd assume at least some of them, but I do understand that not every single player is gonna have the same dedication. Yeah, it's hundred and twenty players on the college football team. Yeah, they're not all being monitored too, so it's unreasonable to think that all 120 are putting in the same effort they would yeah right and then that leads to just a different type of play because they're not going to be at the same level of fitness as they usually are so by default maybe like you know the games will be less interesting because then remember if they do have the games there's the factor of not them not having fans so then you add that all up and the level of play might really just go down more than like well, you think. While the level of play might go down, I don't know it'd be less interesting because if everybody's like the equal, you know, training opportunity, whatever, they might not all be as good, sure, but it still might right. make for interesting football. Everybody's been you're right because they will be at the same level. Sports since nothing had no sports has actually been on TV, so I think it'll still um get views and stuff. Yeah, I don't doubt college football will ever struggle with ratings. Right, that's true. So because of all the ratings and all the money, it make it seems like they're going to try and take some risks just to get college football going. Well, yeah, certain colleges need it to, like, to happen. They need a football season to happen because football brings in so much revenue to their uh, university. Cool. Yeah, I think the article was saying how the Power 5 teams, they don't get a whole lot of state funding and that most of their athletic department comes from the sports and primarily football, that if the NCAA football season doesn't happen, a lot of these other seasons simply, they can't afford them to happen either. So while it could be dangerous to the football players, if you're an athlete of a sport that doesn't make money, let's say track and field or whatever, are you thinking, you know, they better just play football because I want to play too, or do you sympathize with the football players? Man, the whole like situation is tough because it's like we don't know when this is going to end, so everything is just guesses and like predictions. Yeah, and then so much money is involved as well, so it's just like time is money. So it's and then when you don't know what time, then you don't know like the money effect. So it's just that's why it leads to many questions. Yeah, I think that every 
day they delay costs them money, but making a decision, making the wrong decision could cost more money than delaying would. I think that's got to be the issue. Yeah, one of the quotes in the article has said that um, if they had to play in a, play the season in a blizzard, they would do it just because this is how much like universities need uh, the football. Yeah, I and then so the college coaches aren't the ones going to be making the decisions. It's going to be the universities, and they might be much more eager to have the season go on. Yeah, well, they have until the end of May to make a decision. But as we've said, you know, months a long time. Who knows what's going to yeah. happen? But I think a question for you guys that I don't think I could solve: if you're a college coach and you're the AD or whatever says we need to have this football season. You're going to have them play, but you don't feel comfortable with your players playing. What do you do? I mean, it has to go from like, I don't, I think it's out of their, their hands right now. Cause like the government has people on lockdown. So then it's just, you got to wait. Yeah. You got to wait till the government says that everybody is allowed to go back outside. That's also why it's hard for, them to be a decision because it's the government and then it's the school and then it's like the football program so even though it does bring in so much money for the school um there's still not the ultimate like deciding factor like there's still other factors to consider so some of these schools are so big though they might lobby the government to allow them to have like an exception to play but the thing is like some states have a higher like their virus they have more count to the virus than others so what if one state that has to play, like say Alabama, for example, they have a low amount of cases, they're able to go outside, but they got to play LSU, and LSU is still in lockdown. So how does that work out? Maybe they'll do a, bun- a bunch of colleges within the same state playing. So Auburn, Alabama, you know, both in Alabama, maybe they would play, but they won't play states, uh, schools from states either far away or ones that are worse. So then would the whole schedule be changed to try and accommodate states that they can work with or? Um, some of the ones that they were like right. mentioning in the article were like a shortened season, which is conference, conference games. And then like the bowl games and stuff will be in like January and February. Yeah. And it seems like making teams only play within like the state it seems like that would overlap, like, conference rules and, like, maybe, like, it would just cause other problems. Like, you know, it's a whole different dilemma of trying to figure out, like, who's going to play who because maybe one state has five football teams and the other state only has two. Well, then, you know, like, you have to think about that as well. But if there's ever a time for the rules to be changed temporarily, it's definitely now. It could be now. Because I know baseball, they're thinking of completely changing the leagues just to try and get something going. And it wouldn't surprise me if college football does the same thing. Right. Because, I mean, any football is better than no football, I guess, monetarily. So one interesting thing I seen in the article was it says that if the virus subsides, um, medical experts think that a second wave will arrive in the fall. So if the virus subsides right now and sports starts getting going and then it comes back again in the fall, like what impact would that have on sports? 
I think that's got to be the biggest fear for everybody making a decision. Yeah. Yeah. But the same same, same thing that happened to spring sports is going to happen to the fall sports. So um, at least they will have like knowledge of how the spring sport people handled everything. So at least they'll have that guidance to go by. That's probably like the only positive that comes out of it. But besides that, like, yeah, all the entertainment is lost and, it's a complete, like, you know, downfall you think again, so. You think they're getting set I mean, back even farther? Because, like, they started, like, say they start practicing and stuff when the virus subsides, and then they're getting ready to play games in the fall, and then it just, like, um, another wave of it just happens. Yeah, I think if that happens, then it'll be, like, one step forward, two steps back type of thing. Because, yeah, they're playing again. But also, if they, you know, they everything was all clear and they started it all up, just for them to have to shut it all back down, it would be a complete waste of money, time, and just a horrible yeah. look. So I think what we've seen in the world is that you have to expect the unexpected. So if this did happen again, then I think there has to be less emphasis on the surprise factor and just take it a day at a time as we have been doing now and just see what we can do, like see the timeline um see how long we're in a lockdown again if that happens and just gonna have to take it day by day week by week so thank you for listening to our special edition for college football of sport tech effects i'm isaac sklar i'm robert wilson i'm gabriel hope taylor and we'll see you in the next one